0: Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Allen West. College football season is right around the corner. Welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. You got to
1: light them up before they burn it down.
0: save us all who they burn it down save us all before they burn it down Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the steadfast and loyal podcast and now I am joined by a very good friend of mine, someone that I absolutely admire. He is my brother warrior Uh, from the United States Marine Corps and Navy, and that's Craig Randall Sawman Sawyer. He is a former Navy SEAL sniper who served in SEAL teams 1 and 6, a combat instructor. Sawyer is the owner of Tactical Insider, which brings technical advice on weapons and combat to Hollywood films and actors. He probably should have been on set with Alec Baldwin, and maybe that uh, young woman would still be alive. Sawyer began his military career with the United States Marine Corps in 1983, the same year I came on active duty and switched to the United States Navy in July 1986 to pursue a career in special operations as a Navy SEAL. He attended basic water underwater demolition slash SEAL training, known as BUDS, and graduated in BUDS Class 149er in 1988. He then attended Army Basic Airborne School at Fort Benning School for Boys, Georgia, and was assigned, like I said, to SEAL Team 1. On high-threat mobile mobile security operations for the U.S. uh, State Department in Iraq in 2004-2005, he served as an agent-in-charge responsible for the Department of State Chief of Mission Leaders in his assigned region. He founded Tactical Insider to provide training and technical advice for films, actors, and political clients. In 2013, Craig led a team of fellow special operations veterans on a series of tactical missions against rhino poachers in Africa. These missions were filmed and aired on Animal Planet series Battleground Rhino Wars. But the most important thing that Craig is doing right now, and it shows the heart of this warrior, he founded the Veterans for Child Rescue v4 charlie romeo a non-profit organization in april 2007 to help raise awareness of domestic minor sex trafficking and create a non-permissive environment for child sexual exploitation in the united states through his efforts with v4cr veterans for child rescue saria began production on a documentary feature-length film to highlight the challenges of non-governmental organizations, and of law enforcement in the fight to end exploitation of our children here in the United States of America. Craig, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Mr. Allen West, thank you so much for having me on. stop.
0: Stop. I mean, you know, when when my mom would say that, I knew I was about to get a whipping, okay? So you probably could still whip me because you're a stud. But, you know, all the things that you have done in, in service to our country, the first thing I want to talk about is, We're veterans. And what we see happening with our military right now, you you know that we just had Navy SEALs that had to go and and get defended in court to not get put out for, you know, not taking this uh, this COVID shot. Now we're finding out Dr. Burks came out just recently said that they knew all along that the the shot was not going to stop people from getting COVID. So why are we, you know, putting out our tip of the spear warriors? What are some of the concerns you see
1: in our military right now? Well, look, the warfighter has to have faith in the commander-in-chief, the entire chain of command. When I was in, Alan, I always had faith that what we were sent to do was necessary Mm -hmm. for the defense of the American people and our protective constitution. That's why I served, and that's why everybody that I know served, unless they were just some Mm -hmm. anomaly somewhere. So we need that it's crucial if that breaks down then what are we fighting for in the military yeah. what are we serving to protect so i think it's absolutely vital that that our country act in good faith that the system be transparent and that our leaders demonstrate that they are competent and that whenever they send our war fighters in harm's way that it is necessary
0: to yeah, defend I our think- people I think that's the issue right now is that there's a loss of trust and confidence in the senior military leaders. Uh, it is not in the men and women that are out there on the ground, especially our special operators who have done five, six, seven, eight combat tours of duty in some of these rough uh, locations. So how do we as veterans, you and I, make sure that we are speaking up? Because a lot of our brothers that are still in uniform, you know, they, they can't do that. And so right. when we see the Navy running as for personal pronoun training or the Army and some of the horrific commercials that I see out there and some of the things that they're doing, you know, what are the, some of the recommendations you have for veterans to be able to make sure that we are protecting? protecting the men and women that are still in uniform?
1: Well, as veterans, we've been in the military and we've operated under a plan. Before we go into harm's way, there's a deliberate plan for success. And I think if we carry that over into our retirement, we will realize that we need to plan and organize the same way our opposition, the the big Marxist, communist, socialist models that we fought to defend against our yeah. experts at organizing from the grassroots level on up and swaying people to their side. And I think we veterans can best serve our active duty brothers and sisters by learning to advocate for them to be activists, to get loud and find the leverage on our elected officials so that they serve we the people in good faith. And we the people do not want our veteran are our, our our active duty uh, law <laughs> active duty military servicemen and women abused we oh. want them um, treated with respect and dignity and we want them utilized in defense of our nation in good faith when it's necessary we don't want them used for police forces and all the other things and we certainly don't want them used for these these wacko experiments on social uh, justice and and all of these These things that that sane people know are ineffective and, in fact, counterproductive. So I think really getting involved as citizens, voting citizens Mm -hmm. in the electoral process and and making our voices heard and finding that leverage and saying, hey, leave our military out of your your experiments. I think, Alan, that's the best way that we can support those on active duty. Great. And I will tell you that. You know, I am seeing a lot more
0: veterans run for elected office from the local level, state level up to the federal level, and I believe right now we've got the most Navy seals that are out there running for United States Congress than we've seen in quite some time and I'm very encouraged you know by that uh, because our oath that we take to the Constitution has no statute limitations that's why we have to continue to be there on freedom's rampart so Let's transition to what I think is the critical issue. You know, I live here in Texas, and you are very aware of what's happening here in Texas. You've been here several times, 1,254 miles of border. Texas is the number one state in the United States of America for human sex trafficking. The top two cities for the sex trafficking in America is Houston and right here where I live in, in the Dallas area. What can we do? I mean, what's, you know, your heart said, we got to create this. And again, this is you as a veteran saying, this is where we can find a niche to continue to serve when you started Veterans for Child Rescue, which was recently just uh, given an award, if, if you can talk about that in recognition. What brought it upon your heart to start Veterans for Child Rescue?
1: We'll be back after a quick break.
0: Hi, I'm Kent Charnig and I'm the founder of El Paso County, Colorado, Progressive Veterans. Don't worry, we're not crazy tree huggers, but we do have an amazing podcast talking about nothing but the military and veterans. Please check us out, epccpv.org. Thank you. Talk to you soon.
1: Well, I grew up just north of Houston. Mm -hmm. And it was that northern part of Houston that a friend of mine had grown up in. And he was in the intelligence community. And he was sharing with me about seven or eight years ago now, because I founded Veterans for Child Rescue five years ago. So about eight years ago, he said, Craig, do you realize the area that we grew up has become the hottest epicenter, if you will, of child sex trafficking in the United States? And I just I stopped him and I said, well, hold on, our culture is so counter to that. I mean, we're Christians, we're patriots, we love children. How is that thriving here? And he said, Craig, there's there's so much money and people are so busy, it's happening right under their noses, a lot of times in, in wealthy neighborhoods, and people are just not situationally aware and it's running literally right under their noses. And that's, that's when I... I sat down with several friends of mine from different intelligence agencies and spec ops units uh, there in Houston. We burned some cigars and we we crunched on it and um, I was praying about it. And I, ultimately what I came up with is I needed to found a nonprofit organization just to rally the money to make a documentary specifically to alert the populace because the people didn't know. And I wanted to do it because Anybody that's that's operating in a covert realm realizes that the worst thing that can happen to a covert operation is mission compromise, meaning that the locals, the natives, are alerted to it, the fact that you're there, what you're up to, and then now they're all hunting you. Mm-hmm. And so that's the dynamic I wanted to create against child traffickers. Instead of them operating with impunity against all of our children, I wanted to alert the entire American populace, educate them on it show them what it looks like so that we could all stand up against it and start taking photos, videos, alerting law enforcement, demanding better legislation, stronger punishments against the predators, stronger protections for the children, better education, better psychological health care to heal our nation instead of this predatory culture, one that goes back to a protective culture of children. That's it. That's the only reason I founded Vets for Child Rescue. And I had to because nobody in the film and television industry would help me make the documentary so i had to go a long way around the horn everything had to be done the hard way found a org start raising money to film the whole thing ourselves so folks if you haven't seen it i do urge you to go to vetsforchildrescue.org watch our documentary or go to contralandmovie.com watch it it's free i offered it up to everyone at no charge as a good faith public service alert And it walks you through the nature of what's going on, how our children are being hunted and destroyed in our nation and some of what we can do about it. So, you know, it's a dark subject, Alan. People, a lot of them don't have the heart to face it. And it's bad news to share with the people. But I want everybody to realize it's the good news. The the problem is so bad. The good news is we all can do something about it. There's the good news here. And we can all just share the word, We can support our law enforcement. We can hound our elected officials for better legislation, better education, and all that. And for crying out loud, teach your children all the tools and education and empowerment we have on our website. Please consume that and teach your little ones how to be safe and, and watch over them. They are worthy of all of our protection.
0: No, absolutely right. Because, you know, there are adults that are robbing children of their childhood. And to me, that is the most heinous, disgusting thing that 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 could be happening. And, you know, I'm here and I will tell you, you know, every week there are at least two, maybe three Amber Alerts that come out on the phone of a young boy or young girl. Yeah. That that has been abducted, uh, abducted by someone. And they're young. I mean, we're talking about 11, 12, 13, maybe 14. You just had it happen. Uh, at a Dallas Mavericks basketball game here. And thank God, I mean, they were able to, maybe it was your network, but they tracked uh, them down and they found a young girl in a hotel up there in Oklahoma City. So we've got this major pipeline in I-35. So I guess my question is, are we making a dent? Are we making a difference? Because one of the critical things, we are sexually... We're we're sexualizing our children. I mean, when History. I think ab- I think about that Netflix thing that had the young girls up there scantily clad yeah, clothes, yeah, cuties. It was bad. Or or we, we have our children going to you know drag queen story hour or going to these bars and and watching drag queens dance. We're sexualizing our children and exposing in them things to me that is dangerous. So how do we stop that?
1: Well, you'll get it as a war fighter. This is phase five warfare. Mm-hmm. They are demoralizing our culture so that they can destabilize mm-hmm. our population for easy takeover. That's yeah, what's it, happening. It, it, and yeah. most of the American populace don't have any concept to what that is. So I think education on that would, would help. But this is one of the ways that they're destroying our next generations. My wife says, look, if you, if you psychologically traumatize that many, millions and millions of children, they're going to grow up to be broken adults you got an entire several generations of people that are so psych- psychological traumatized it's it's terrible what happens to them i don't know, i'll tell you the hardest thing about my job now is listening to the stories of the survivors a lot of times it's not until they're well into their adulthood where they're healed enough to where they can tell me what they were put through and what it did to them Man, it, it breaks my heart I, I don't hesitate to say it 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 buckles me sometimes to my knees but it turns to anger and it and it drives me forward to fight for them because that's that's what I thought I was fighting to prevent in the military. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile it was it was happening behind my back the whole time I was deployed to 60 countries around the world, our children were being systematically targeted and traumatized here. So it's just a matter of educating everybody on alerting the populace and saying, Look, this is bad. Yes, but can we do something about it? Absolutely. And look, Alfred Kinsey, folks, when you watch Contra yeah. you'll see how one man started this cascading avalanche of destruction against our culture and our children. If one scumbag, and I'll, and I'll call him a scumbag. No, you're right. you spot on. What he was, there, there's no pulling punches here from my camp. Then I would like to think that a lot of better people can turn it around and beat it back. And I know that we can. We just have to uh, roll up our sleeves and begin doing so.
0: You know, I just recently spoke for an organization called uh, Phased In Project because here in Texas and maybe in some other states, when you're in the foster care system and at 18, they just cut you loose. And, you know, with a lot of these young you know, boys and girls, they're given they their belongings in a garbage bag and dropped off somewhere. And so it's almost as if the quote unquote child protective services are not protecting our kids and they're feeding the sexual predators. They're putting them out there. And guess what? They go into the sex trade. They go and be sexually exploited. How can we make sure that we end that and we stop that? Because it's not just that we have a 501c3 organization that's trying to provide services for these kids. But we got to do better in our society and culture, you know, than just to say you're 18. Bam, here you go. We're just going to drop you off and fend for yourself.
1: Yeah, there are so many people out there doing honest work in good faith to the best of their ability in all these institutions, CPS included, but there's also a lot of abuse. And I'm hearing staggering numbers of the percentages of children who are sold on the black market like a piece of meat Mm. um, that originally come from the CPS taking them from their biological parent or parents and then put them in the foster care system there they go from family to family some loving some abusive and then eventually off the books and then that's that's where the children are bought and sold um you go take this child and murder him do whatever you want in a satanic ritual abuse or whatever's going Mm -hmm. on there's a there's a lot of different ways that the children are being harmed the Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell crowd, and all of them that uh, that do what they do, and uh, the political leverage and the blackmail with the filming of the the rape of the children and all that—it's just um, uh, there's a lot that goes on. But I think really, just working on the problem on a holistic approach, each of these 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 organizations and institutions can be improved. And I think if we really throw our backs into it, like we do so many of these other things. We can make them better so that the children, like uh, the foster care system or the CPS. Um, that they, they, they are better trained and prepared before they're released at 18. You know, yeah. I, my children are both over 18 now, and I don't want either of them out there on their own. I still feel like I'm <laughs> going to keep them until they're like 30 because yeah. I want to train them and prepare yeah. them. You love them, right? Knowledge yeah, is do. power. If you love someone, you want them empowered, so you want them to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. We have to have faith and let them go at some point. But every ch- child deserves, in my opinion, a, a fair start. And then it's on on them from there. But I would like to see us really pay attention and try our best to make sure each of these institutions is is educating and preparing our our children to the best of their abilities before they release them out there on their own.
0: So what can, you know, the average Joe and Jane six-pack do to support your efforts, your work, and make sure that we start to eradicate. Because this has to be a grassroots movement. This has to be a community-based movement. You know, we say, see something, say something. This this is what that's all about here. So yeah. what can the average citizen do?
1: Well, for a short chat like this, I would say the best thing to do is have them go to our website, vetsforchildrescue.org where we've loaded it with all kinds of links and tools, Alan, where they can read through how to report well, what to what to look for to spot child trafficking, how to report it to law enforcement, what types of, of factual information law enforcement needs rather than just giving them fluff that wastes their time, how to give them the real bullet points of intel that they need where they can they can act on it and all sorts of information on how you can go through your child's phone and find out whether or not your child is dealing with with predatory adults on some mm-hmm. of these apps that are problematic, that are taking surreptitious video or still images of your child, facial recognition that's actually geolocating your child sometimes, mm-hmm. and your child's unwitting to it all. So all of those tools, connections, how to uh, get involved politically, all that's on our website, vetsforchildrescue.org. We've tried to make it a one-stop shop just to empower people, man, because yeah man, I'm just out to stop people raping children. It's all I want is, can we just stop that, man? Can we just just leave the little ones alone? Yeah. And so we've tried to load it up with all kinds of tools and links so that from there, whatever you want to do, you volunteer, you can, we're a nonprofit, 501c3 nonprofit. We run our joint ops with federal or local law enforcement only through people's donations. So that helps us run our operations and Mm Make more documentaries to educate people and do what we do. So all of it helps. And for crying out loud, everyone, it's I'm sad to say that some people think it's it's silly to pray these days. I would tell you from what I see, the, the people in the intelligence community that first let me know about the child trafficking that's going on in the United States said, "Craig, this is not like any crime you've ever seen. At the at its rotten core, this is a spiritual attack." on the most precious and innocent, which is the children. In fact, that's why it's done. It's a war between good and evil, and children are just the pawns in the middle that the evil is trying to destroy. And so once you realize that, yes, please do pray for our team. Pray for the children that are out there in every which kind of unthinkable situation, and uh, pray for our mission to be successful at alerting the populace and eradicating this problem from our nation.
0: I got to tell you that I would never thought I'd see the day. You know, we hear about all the unaccompanied minors that are being trafficked across our border that we'd have our own government that is aiding and abetting human and sex trafficking of our children. To to me that's just unconscionable. And I can't thank you enough for what you do, going out there finding these stash houses, following the trails, getting the intel and bringing this to light, uh, you just continue to serve, warrior. And I am so grateful to call you friend, Craig.
1: Well, thank you, sir. I, I'm I'm not too good at crying on the sidelines, haven't heartbroken to watch and tragedy happen. So I yeah. find that for me, I have to I have to step in the ring. So that's how I'm wired. It's it's a privilege to do so.
0: Well, uh, that's that's what uh, Teddy Roosevelt talked about: the man in the arena, and you are definitely that. You have always have been, and you always will be. So God bless you, my friend. And anything you need, you call upon
1: me. Well, thank you, sir. I sure appreciate your alliance, your friendship, and having right. me on the show to spread the word.
0: You're God appreciated you. here. Take care, Craig. You as well. hoo ya. hoo Airborne. All right, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. And my dear friend, Craig Randall, Sawman Sawyer, what an incredible warrior for the United States of America, and also a warrior now for our children. Please check out his website, Veterans for Child Rescue, V4CR, Veterans for Child Rescue. We should not allow our kids to be sexually exploited here in the United States of America. All children should be able to have a childhood, and we should not offer them up to the modern day God of the bales called Moloch, the God of child sacrifice. This is very near and dear to my heart, so join us on this fight, and join Craig in his fight against child sex exploitation. And as always, you click that like button if you like what you see, and share us with your friends. Until next time, God bless you all. Before they burn it down